Hello and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach and doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. So excited. I have a guest today, which is Ruby Lee, the baby. (laughs) And um, we'll see how that goes. But anyway, I think it was perfect to have her right now in my arms because we are talking about, and you may hear a little baby squeak, so I hope you enjoy. Um, But we're talking about prioritizing and getting everything done and productivity. And I'm telling you, basically every single thing that I do to make sure that I'm getting everything done, that I'm moving forward. And I also want to emphasize the fact that this is how I do it without getting overwhelmed. So I want to start off by saying for me, it is so easy to feel overwhelmed. Like I get in that state very quickly and very easily. If I can't get everything done, if I feel like I'm not moving forward, if I feel like my priorities are out of whack, I start to feel overwhelmed. And when I'm overwhelmed, I'm angrier, I'm crankier, I'm frustrated, I feel down on myself. I just don't feel good. So anytime I feel busy or overwhelmed, it, it affects everything. It affects my life. It affects my mood. It affects how I'm spending my free time in the evenings. It, it affects everything. And I don't want you guys feeling like that. And that first year of my business, you guys, and even that second year, I felt overwhelmed a lot. Maybe even you could say a majority of the time. And that not only was I making less money and money was harder to make, but I was living a completely different life. Like my body was completely different because I wasn't taking care of it because it was at the bottom of the priority list, which makes no sense. Um, my relationship was totally different because I was moody and cranky and irritable because I just felt so down on myself for not being productive and not getting what mattered to me done. Um, I was never present. I wasn't, I worked on the weekends. I couldn't go do anything without talking to clients or or trying to write a post. Um, it was just totally different life. (laughs) And I feel like nowadays I get more done and I don't feel overwhelmed like that. I'm much more present in my life because that's actually a priority. We'll talk about that. Um, and I'm just more organized. I actually don't have more of a team. I actually don't spend more on outsourcing, which I believe that you should outsource and things like that. But I, it's not like I've just dumped thousands of dollars more into outsourcing since then. Um, actually some months I spend less now than I did then because I wasn't organized and I wasn't prioritizing and I was hiring out all the wrong things. So anyway, my point is, is this is very simple things you can do. Okay. I have five tips and they're not even tips. These are the five things I do. 
Okay. So the first thing I have are my daily five. Now I have another podcast episode that we can link for you guys. You can just, if you're on iTunes or Spotify, you can scroll back and it is um, called something like the five daily to do's of a six figure business. This is something I've been teaching my business forever. It's one of the first things I learned from a coach and I've adjusted it to be what I think is most effective. But one of the first things I learned when I invested in my high-end coach was the five daily things that you need to be doing. And some of those are still literally exactly the same for me. It's not about fancier strategies. It's about consistency and showing up and getting things done and prioritizing. Hey, you guys. So really quick, I wanted to jump in here and let you know that speaking of the daily five, I actually have a free download where you can get the to-do list of a six-figure coaching business sent straight to your inbox. It's just a really simple PDF um, that you can save to your desktop, on your computer. You could save it up to your phone. You could even print it out like a lot of people do. And I know that when I was first getting into the groove of all of this, having that to-do list written out next to me every single day was so helpful. Um, And so I want to invite you to grab this. So if you want to get the to-do list of a six-figure business, it's just a really quick free PDF download that I think you'll love. And there are some bonus tips inside of that. Um, You can just go to bit.ly slash Taylor's to-do list. All right, guys, back to the episode. So I have my daily five. Now, depending on the phase of life I'm in, these may change. But what I talked about in that podcast episode of the five things you need to be doing to have a six-figure business, um, very accurate to what I'm doing. And I'll tell you my current daily five, okay? My current daily five is um, talking it out, which means talking it out with my team, talking it out with my bestie, talking it out with my coach, talking it out with my husband. I find that if I have a conversation each day where I'm just able to say what's on my mind, I feel better, okay? Talking it out. Um, money check-in. So every single day I'm logging into PayPal and Stripe, but I'm seeing where I'm at for the month. I write it down on my whiteboard and I write down how much more I have to go to hit my first goal. Um, and I check how many sales we've had in each program. I love doing that. I used to have a ton of resistance to it. It motivates me and it keeps me focused. Um, posting. I want to post on social media. Now, okay. This is where a caveat comes in. Do I post every single day? Because if you look at my social media, you're gonna be like, this chick is a liar. No. So here's here's a little caveat for you. When I say daily five, and when I say the things that you need to do every single day, I mean most days. Even with my clients, I say you need to do these things most days. So if you're in alignment and you're posting because it feels good and you're doing it most days of the week, so four or more days a week, there's seven days in a week, proud of you, good job. If you do five or six or seven, you had a killer week. And it's not about crossing these things off your list. It's about doing them from alignment. If I went to my bestie or my husband or even my assistant or my coach and I started just complaining and venting and going to the conversation from a confused standpoint, it doesn't count as talking it out because it's going to hurt me because I'm going to get feedback I didn't want. Um, When you go into a conversation shaky, you're going to get a different reaction than if you go into a conversation confident. Um, It's just not going to be the same. If you write a post from a, I just got to get this done. I don't even feel like doing it. I hate writing. No one cares. Versus from a point of like, I'm inspired and I have this thing to say and I want to talk to my ideal client. Totally different. Okay. So what are the daily five? Um, Talk it out. Money check in. Post. Sell. 
So I'm normally selling in my posts, but I want to take some other actions to sell. So I could do a live stream. I could do an Instagram story. I could write a bonus post. I could send an email. I'm just thinking, what else could I do today to sell? Okay. Um, the fifth thing is clients. So I've got clients. <laughs> I have private clients. I have a course and I have a membership. Those are the three things in my business right now. So I check my two Facebook groups and I check my boxer for my clients. Okay. That's the daily five. You can go listen to the other podcast episode on that. Um, It may have a slightly different information, um, but that's what my current daily five are. So write those down and then go listen to that other episode and choose your daily five. Like I said, it may change depending on what you find works best for you and also what phase of life you're in right now. Okay, so number two, I have a monthly planning date. Okay, so what I'm gonna do each month is I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write down every project I have in my business. Okay. I'm going to write down every project I have in my business. So I have the podcast. I have social. I have my funnels. I have Unleash, which is my course. I have Magnetic, which is my membership. I have private coaching. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. That's... That's about it, you guys. And then I have life. I'll always add that on there too because life is important. (laughs) But anyway, I write all those out on a piece of paper, just a blank piece of paper and a notebook, whatever. And under each, I write down every single thing that needs to get done that month. So recording my podcast episodes, um, promoting the episodes, um, getting guests for next month that I maybe don't have or in a few months that I don't have. For Unleash, it may be that I'm preparing for our launch next month. For my funnels, it's that I need to check my ads. I need to check the stats. Um, social media. I need to post on Instagram. I need to get the fresh hashtag list from um, she, the she social or hashtag file society. I need to do my stories. Um, my email list. I need to write emails for the month. Decide what emails I want to go out. Like every single thing for each project. You're gonna have a page full of things. And then I ask myself three questions. I think of this as if. Um, I don't know if any of you ever watched the show Hoarders, but this is when people hoard and their house is full of stuff and the professional organizers come over and they they tell them that they need to sort through this stuff and they need to decide, keep, um, donate, or trash, right? It's basically what I'm doing. I'm saying, which am I going to do? Which tasks are for me? Which tasks am I passing off? And which tasks am I ditching? Because some of the stuff on my list is not actually necessary and not moving me forward. So I want to get rid of as many tasks on my list as possible, whether it's throwing them away (laughs) or outsourcing them or asking for help. Because sometimes I outsource them to my husband. Does my husband work in my business? No. But when I have um, in my life section, like I want to clean this and I want to do these groceries and I want to plan meals and I want to Uh, take the donations to, you know, savers up the road. And I want to do this. I I asked my husband to do some of that stuff. When I have all these tasks for my podcast, I asked my team to help my emails. Okay. I feel a little overwhelmed. Okay. I could have my assistant go through my posts, see which ones perform best and schedule those as emails. I'm trying to get creative to get rid of as much as possible. And there's usually still a lot left on my list. So here's what I do. I have one of those big desk calendars. Okay. And I, I hang mine on my wall. I don't like it on my desk, but I have a big, um, calendar for 2020. You can get one on Amazon or you can go to Staples or Walmart or Target and get one. Okay. 
And with post-it notes, I write down every single task that's left on my list. I try to use a different color for each project. Sometimes that's hard, but anyway, I like to do it. I write the task on post-it notes. And then I try to only put one post-it note on each day of the month, Monday through Friday, because I, I aim to not work on weekends. Now, ideally with my life, having a baby and having my daily five that, <laughs> speaking of, we got a little squeaky, um, having my daily five, having a baby, having a husband, just having so much going on, I try to see if I can get one task every other day, okay? And that's that. Then I get them done those days. Now, the reason I put it on post-it notes is because you may decide, you know what, I don't need to do this task. Or you may decide, you know what, I can't get this task done this week, I'm going to move it. Uh, That's why I like it on post-it notes. It just makes it look so much cleaner when you're not scribbling all over it and stuff like that. And it's just easier to move it. And I find when you scribble something out because you can't do it or you need to move it, it feels like failure and it's not failure. It's being realistic. Okay. Now here's a bonus to this that I didn't actually include. I hope you guys are taking notes. I should have said that in the beginning. You guys need to be taking notes on this, but I'm literally telling you how I plan my whole business. (laughs) The bonus is quarterly. I don't do big quarterly planning, but I, I want to tell you this long term. I don't really plan a year out, but I do plan kind of quarterly. So my goal is to always know what I'm doing this month, what I'm doing next month and what I might be doing the month after. So maybe that's not necessarily quarterly, but I, I'm always thinking three months out. I know what I'm doing this month. I know what I'm doing the month after, and I'm pretty sure the next month I I have my ideas. I'm deciding on the next month. So this means that when I'm planning my projects, I know what's important and what's not. And I'm not thinking, do I want to launch that? Do I not want to launch that? I know that this month for me is about funnels and my webinars. Next month is my unleash launch. And the month after I have a couple ideas, but I'll decide by the end of the month period. Okay. That really helps with the monthly planning. Okay, number three, um, Mondays. Now, I do a very similar process for Mondays. Now, I may do this Sunday or Monday, depends. I may do it Sunday or Monday morning. So what I do is I get my planner. I have a paper planner. And I come into my office where I have my big wall 2020 calendar. And I see all my post-it notes for the upcoming week. And I write them in my planner. Then... I open up Google Calendar and I write down my my calls, which we'll talk about how I schedule calls and things like that. I write down any calls, any appointments I have. Then I ask myself, is there anything else this week that needs to get done? Hopefully there's not much because the goal of the way that I plan, even though it seems like a lot, is to make it simple and to not over plan, not um, to not overbook myself. If you overbook yourself, you have too long of a to-do list, overwhelm is going to happen. And like I said, overwhelm sucks. So Mondays, get everything off that paper calendar into my planner, get everything off Google calendar, which are just my calls into the calendar, do a quick check-in. Is there anything else? And then I also add in there my daily five. I like to be able to cross things off. I like the paper planner. Now, every couple of days, there's going to be, like, this is just the honest truth, you guys. There's usually things I haven't gotten done. So I'll go through and I'm like, okay, those didn't get done. They're getting thrown away or they're getting moved. 
and I decide that at least every three days. I don't let stuff sit. I don't let it pile up. My planner, I believe, for each day has seven to-do list spots. I do not overfill those, and I try to keep some empty, okay? Considering that some of my tasks take under five minutes, like my money check-in. So simple, simple, simple. Do not overbook yourself. If you overplan, overbook yourself, whatever you want to call it, have too long of a to-do list, that's when you're planning to fail. Okay, how do I do my scheduling? This is number four. I'm somebody that does um, private coaching, and I have um, a membership that I go live in. I have courses that sometimes I record. I have, I have po- podcast interviews I do. So I try to do the least amount of calls as possible. This is why I do one podcast interview a month. If you see more than one podcast interview a month, it's just an exception. But I pretty much do one podcast interview a month, so that's one call a month. I only take on three private clients and we do two calls a month. That's six calls a month. I don't do group programs anymore and I don't do masterminds. Now, may I in the future? Sure. But right now in this phase of life, those are big calls on my calendar that don't work for me. My membership before I had the baby, I took it down from doing four live calls a month to two. And I added in other types of content that I can batch create as my baby's napping, as I have extra time, as I have extra help, things like that. Um, What else do I have? That's it. Sometimes I'll be on podcast interviews. I'll probably do two or three interviews a month um, typically. So maybe more like two, if we're being honest. So my podcast interview, that's one. Me being on podcast, that's two. Um, My client calls, that's six. So we're at nine. My membership, that's two more calls a month. That's 11. I think that's it. So about 11 calls a month on my calendar. So I've simplified to do the least amount of calls. Perfect. That works for me. Some people love, they thrive. They want to do calls every day. They want to have lots of clients. They want to do lots of um, collaborations and interviews and um, coffee chats. That's not me. So you have to decide who you are. But if you're like me, if you are more introverted, if you are a projector like me, if you have a baby or kids or just a lot where calls just don't aren't really... Um, Calls just aren't that great to be thrown all over your calendar. Make sure you're doing the least amount possible while doing everything you love because I love private clients. I love my live streams, things like that. And then um, what I do is I have set times in Acuity. So I use Acuity scheduling program. So acuity.com, I believe, which if you have a Squarespace website, you can use for free. I have my calls on Tuesdays. I have three hours open on Fridays and I have two hours open. So that's five hours a week people can book in for calls. That's about 20 hours a month and I only need 11. So I'm not using all five of those hours. So anyway, my clients can book in, my podcast interviews can book in, anything like that. They can fit in anywhere in there. There's some wiggle room. But Anytime that's open, I use for things like recording my podcasts um, like this. I use for live streaming. I use that time. And I make sure that that time is time where um, I have help. I have someone that can watch Ruby. We have family that can watch her. Not often, but I can get help five hours a week, whether it's my biz bestie or family or Frankie or something like that. I've, I've figured it out. So that was what was doable for me. And it works perfect. Five hours a week, you can get everything. You can get all your calls done. 
if you need to. Some of you have way more time. Before I had a baby, I had way more time. (laughs) Um, So that's how I do my scheduling. Number five is so important. And that is knowing your priorities. I am checking in with my priorities every month. So just like I do the big calendar, another thing I do is I I take out a piece of um, printer paper and I write the month at the top and I write my goals. I write my income goals. I write my other types of goals. I write how I want to feel. What else do I put on this? I write my big projects that I, I really would love to have completed. And then I write out my priorities. These change month to month. Some months, business money is a big priority. Some months, it's not. Some months, my body, my energy, things, I mean, that should always be somewhat of a priority, but some months, it needs to be more of a priority than others. Right now, it's a huge priority. So right now, I know, if, if you were to ask me at any moment, I know my three priorities. Right now, my priorities are business, my body, and presence. Now, I may sound like a terrible mother to not say baby, (laughs) but I don't really have a choice for that. And I mean that in a good way. Like, I'm going to feed her. I'm going to change her. I'm going to dress her up cute. I'm going to cuddle her. That's happening regardless. But what's going to make me the best mom and the best wife and the best business owner and the best friend and the best sister, all these titles I have, or if I feel really productive in my business, because that matters to me a lot. Um, if I feel good in my body, as good as I can. So if I feel like I'm getting ready for the day and I'm showering, which is a huge accomplishment as a mom, I'm finding, um, I'm feeling like I've moved my body, which right now just means walks as I wait for the six week appointment and getting cleared. Um, and probably after that, it'll still just be walks. (laughs) Let's be honest. Um, But it it just means as much sleep as I can, as much rest as I can. If my body needs something, I give it eating well, as well as I can. Hydration is big. It's just, I know my body is a priority. That means I can take better care of Ruby. That means I can be, I can have a conversation with Frankie because when I feel tired and exhausted, you think we, we talk? No, I like literally can just sit there in silence. Like I'm so done. I'm so tired. I just stare at him like a zombie. <laughs> I'm just being honest. But when I've actually gotten ready for my day and showered and feel good and I've asked for help, you know, that means leaning on him more. That means leaning on my team more. That means leaning on my friends more, my family. We can chat. We can have conversations. We can connect. And that's a big win right now. So body, energy, that's my second priority. Um, my other, my third priority is presence, which is where you know, really, really comes in where it's like, I want to take in these moments. Yes, I'm working my business. Yes, I'm being a badass. Yes, I'm hustling. Um, If you want to call it that, like, yes. But I also want to cuddle her when we want to cuddle. And I want to talk to her. And I want to, like, watch her do things and take pictures of her and laugh with her and see her smiles and her giggles. And she's not giggling yet. But when it happens, I want to be there and I want to see it and I want to notice it. I don't want to miss it because I'm trying to write a post out on my phone while 50 other things are going on. Like I want to be as present as possible. When we go see our family, I want to be present. When I do have a chance to go out with my, my bestie Maria, I want to be present. When my husband is home in the evenings because he works, um, a job, I want to be present. That matters to me. But also, you know, another thing is I have family that watches Ruby on Tuesdays for those three hours. And when I talk to my clients, I want to be present. When I do my membership live stream, I want to be present. 
right? I want to be present in my business too. So I just find ways to do that. So biz, body, presence, but I know my priorities. So those may be the perfect priorities for you right now. They may not be. What matters to you? And here's what you have to pay attention to. Anytime your schedule is not allowing your priorities to be the priority, you're scheduling wrong and you need to find a solution. You need to sit down and you need to go, okay, what have my daily five been? How do I infuse my um, priorities into those? Okay, because if if, if um, one of your daily fives is a live stream every single day, well, if that's taking away from your priorities, stop. You know, if one of your daily fives, I've seen people, if you're one of your daily fives is to reach out to 10, 15, 20 people a day, you're not going to have a lot of time. <laughs> daily five should be big impact, low time commitment, by the way. Um, look at your monthly calendar. If you have three things on each day of the month, it doesn't matter what your priorities are. There's no time to prioritize anything else except your to-dos. Your to-dos are not your priority. Um, look at your weeks. Look at your scheduling. Your priorities. If your priorities are not um, being met, you're not going to feel good and it's going to affect your life. Like I said, that first year or two of my business, priorities were out of whack. And not only did my business look very different and was less enjoyable and less profitable and things like that and less easeful, but my life was so dramatically different. And I just think there was no absolute reason for me to feel so busy, so overwhelmed, so moody, and like everything was so hard. Now I can laugh at it because I'm like, girl, you did not even know. <laughs> you had so much opportunity for freedom and fun and time flexibility. But okay, okay, girl, you had to learn that. Um, but since doing these five things, which I've been doing for a while now, it's it's been changed, very changed for the better. So... Anyway, you guys, I'm going to go cuddle with Ruby without talking in her ear, probably feed her, things like that. Um, I'm sending you all so much love. I want to invite you to come join the Fully Free Facebook group, and I want to invite you to follow me on Instagram at underscore the Taylor Lee. That is where you can find um, pictures of Ruby and life updates and business tips and conversation and all that good stuff. So again, the Fully Free Facebook group. Um, which is fully free with Taylor Lee, just like the podcast. And then on Instagram at underscore the Taylor Lee. I'd love to have you. Okay. Bye guys. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.